everyone. This is Al the Yeti Bones, and you're listening to the Yeti Podcast on YetiWakeUp.com. So my next guest is among the funniest people I know. Uh, we had this conversation a couple weeks ago. This was recorded then. Uh, like I was saying, he's one of the funniest guys I know. I know a lot of funny people that's saying a lot that he is uh, at the top. And I think anybody who knows him would probably have that same assessment uh, of his hilarity. Uh, this conversation is no different. And I wouldn't expect any different. He was a writing partner of mine in Mr. Bones and George and Skull as well. We uh, had a bit of a falling out, and then seven years went by before we spoke again. Um, we've been we've been pals ever since. This has been going on a couple of years now, and uh, we just uh, you know touched base again and caught up a couple of weeks ago. And this is that conversation. I hope you guys like it. It is uh, really funny. Like I said, it was uh, totally expected that it that it that it could be, and uh, that it would be. So uh, I was really uh, excited for you guys to hear. <laughs> Do you know in that you know when like you're like in a rush? Like when someone's over and like they're waiting in the garage and yep. uh like I just like I finish, I zip up and I start walking and it just piss just goes <laughs> <laughs> like, I just feel like like oh, my underwear is just like this like like I just jumped in the pool. <laughs> it's always the worst when it's new brand new pants too. Because mm. mm-hmm. they don't soak anything in. Right. So I bought a, a gray grayish silver pants. Okay. for work like before I was unceremoniously let go right um and I uh <clears throat> every day I would piss when I go piss like it's just like oh my god and it was just like cause it was gray and silver it just like showed up so like I would like like you know stick your thumb under the faucet uh-huh. and go to wash your hands and just like <laughs> just let myself get sprayed <laughs> got sprayed again that yeah. wild <laughs> Faucet, wild sink. <laughs> Welcome to the wild world of sinks. Yeah, right on, buddy. Yeah, man. So how's it going? Good. Awesome. Or something, I don't know. He had like some kind of procedure before like a big, like he's having a roast. There's a roast of Ric Flair oh, yeah. this weekend. Yeah. And so he had an option to like do some uh, uh, voluntary surgery. Right. And either before or after. So he chose before. Yeah, but I mean, when you're 150 years old, I mean, what do you expect? You've been chopped a thousand times. Yes. Right in the chest. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Retaliatory chops. Yeah. And I started uh, vaping. Nice. Did you get the one that everybody's got? The yeah. New one? The Vipe? Yeah, that's it. The yeah. Vipe? Yeah. Everybody's everybody's crushing these right now. The Vipe? Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's got a mango flavor. It's, uh... I was like, I killed the first cartridge, and then I Googled it. I'm like, wait a second. How many cigarettes is this? And it was like two to three packs. <laughs> Fourteen curtains. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was two to three packs. It was like the worst. It's like the worst for you. Really? Well, it's got to be. I mean... Uh, there's got to be some sort of reverse thing there going on because well, thousands of less carcinogens in this. But they talk about cigarettes. But well, they talk about that popcorn one. That's what I heard. 
Something like your lung comes inside out or something like that. <laughs> what? what? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I Google it right now. Let's check it out. Okay, That's fucking awesome. If it uh, is popcorn lung, a real thing. It, it Google laughs at you too. Popcorn lung is the nickname for bronchiolitis obliterans. That's a condition that damages your lungs' smallest airways and makes you cough and feel short of breath. It's sometimes caused by breathing in a chemical used to flavor microwave popcorn. I'm, I'm yeah, but that's what they said. They said that it's it's for illiterates. What Google? Press play again. It's Google? like popcorn. Popcorn lung is for illiterates. I don't know. I don't know how to replay that. Popcorn lung is nicknamed for bronchial obliterates. Oh, that's. <laughs> that's. <laughs> Bronchiolitis. Well, I thought it was for people who Illiterates. <laughs> for those that can't read. <laughs> okay, Google. Tell us a lame dad joke. How do you get over a fear of elevators? Just take some steps to avoid them. That's stupid. Yeah, horrible. Give me another one, though. Okay, okay, Google. Okay, Google. Tell us another lame dad joke. Why was the basketball court wet? Because people were dribbling on it. <laughs> As we fucking busted. Awesome. Awesome. That was fucking horrible. Give me another one. Send daily. Random. One more. Play game. You know, I don't even know. I haven't even touched the surface of the iceberg. <laughs> what do you mean? In Google? With these phones. Man. Oh, fuck. I know, man. I know. I have no idea. When it, when it sends an update, I have no idea what I'm saying yes to. Yeah. I'll just say, yeah, okay, I have to. So, man, what's up with the weight loss uh, program you've been running? Oh, yeah? Yeah, you're asking? Yeah. What's the so, deal? So, well, you know that it was the, the ketogenic diet? The ketogenic style? Lifestyle? Keto. Yeah. The genic I didn't know about. Only the keto. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, <clears throat> so predominantly like uh, the way we normally eat, like the North American diet, you know, and like the uh, standard average, I guess, uh, average person's metabolism. Uh, so we're normally uh, like carbohydrate sugar burners, and essentially the keto diet is like biohacking your body into. Um, a state where it changes from burning uh, sugar as fuel predominantly to fat so the only way you can do that is by eating more fat cutting out your sugars and limiting limiting your carbs and doing some intermittent fasting some extended fasting after that and it makes sense though like you know when uh, somebody who uh, says to me uh, oh you're fasting fuck man you shouldn't be starving yourself like that like it's fucking terrible you know like well because i know when i eat when i when i don't eat for 15 minutes or whatever my fucking hunk my stomach starts hurting yeah. and i start getting hungry and i fucking want chips or, yeah you know what i mean like you shouldn't you shouldn't deprive yourself like shouldn't hurt yourself like that like that's fucking terrible for you like everyone's for your body. Expert also. <clears throat> yeah and what's weird is that of course you wouldn't understand because you know your body at that point is still burning sugar so the sugar is like a very short fuel you know what I mean? Like it's short bursts of fuel. When you eat wheat and like uh, 
uh, like certain carbohydrates, like even brown rice, that's like a, like a slower sugar release. It still gets processed in your body and absorbed as sugar. Mm-hmm. And whatever you're not, like if you're not moving around and you're not fucking like a high-performance athlete, it's getting stored as fat, you know? But if you change your body's uh, mechanism that burns, you know, and you change it to fat burning, everything you're eating, if you're eating fat and you're keeping your sugars down, you're just keep, you're continuously burning. You're continuously burning the fat because the fuel that you're putting in your body is fat, you know? And fat is a fucking way longer stretch of energy. So if the body's only burning fat, when you start to fast, your body just burns the fat that's on your body. Yeah, that's for fuel. So it's like you, when your body's like burning, you know, and creating that energy, you're not hungry Mm -hmm. at all, you know, which is fucking amazing. Like, it's really crazy. So like, I've gone like, I've gone four days. Without eating anything? Yeah, yeah, without like, like having bone broth, coffee in the morning. Um, Yeah, like, yeah, the everyday average. Yeah, 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 but like, not like, yeah. <laughs> you but, but not, but not like solids, you know. Right. Nothing. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. And it's and it's fucking it's amazing. And then you get, and like uh, you know, uh, sugar burners will say that. Wait a sec. Yeah, I know. Sugar burners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're gone deep, eh? You're yeah. like deep in the wormhole. I know. I know. But like people who burn uh, sugar for energy or fuel, which right. is almost everybody who's not on a keto diet, that's how it is. Right. Um, they'll say uh, that it's just it's like it's not not possible you know like you'll be burning like you'll be uh, when you when you when you do the fast like it eats away at your muscle you'll lose muscle tissue you don't lose any muscle well why do people fucking not want to do it because they've already tried it and there's something and they failed that's always the point right I don't. It's, it's a fucking epidemic. Do you know that they fucking started uh, doing research and they've been following the winners of The Biggest Loser for like the last 10, 15 years? Yeah. And they said that 95% of them all... Relapsed? Uh, yeah. Like all like... I mean, have gotten bigger than they ever were. Look around. It doesn't work, man. It doesn't work. Like I've done... I've lost 50 pounds. Remember when I was losing 50 pounds, 40 pounds in the summers when mm-hmm. was at college? Yep. Yeah. Uh, how was I doing that? I was running three times a day yeah. and fucking taking in like a deficit of caloric intake. So I was always in the negative by right. the end of the day. Right. Starving myself, killing myself to lose weight. Right. And I was eating balanced meals. I was like, you know, drinking a lot of water. I was doing all that shit. Uh, until I started doing the keto diet is when my body really res- responded to, you know, losing. You know, it was just like every once in a while there would be like a mega hold and I'd feel like nothing's happening and then two weeks later boom down 25 pounds you know what I mean like crazy right like and it was just like I'd be seven pounds down a couple weeks ago I'm like "Ah, I don't feel different you know and then all of a sudden I started feeling like euphoric like I was floating like I could like unlock people's car doors with my fucking brain so do you think like we just can't like we gotta go to the extremes for these diets like people can't just like say eat no. Normally? No. I, I, I think people can eat normally and lose weight. No problem. That's but man, that's, that's proof. That's proof that like fat wasn't the weight gain, you know, for people. But it was like all those carb companies. 
Oh, the cheaper, all the easy stuff to make. Like, if you think about it, it's just the easy shit to make. And it's easy yeah. stuff to eat, and it's cheap stuff to buy. Right. The best way to buy your groceries is the four walls, or like three walls, when you walk in. Go around the perimeter and do your shopping around the perimeter. Oh, I see what you And saying. you will lose fucking weight. I got you. Yeah. If you just eat everything that's on there, eat as much as you want at that point. But that fasting's good, too. I was Fasting's like, uh, fucking... It is. In the winter, I, I tried to, like, kickstart... It cleans you out. Yeah, I tried to kickstart, like, eating healthy. Yeah. And, like... So I was, like, working out, but I went, like... I went, like, from... Like, confirmed hardcore case couch potato to, like, The Rock. Yeah. Fucking 4.30. Right? Yeah. 4.30 in the morning, getting up, going to work out, to, you know, come home... Eat protein, be healthy, and go to work. And I mean, by fucking four in the afternoon, I was done. Burned right out. Yeah. But yeah. that was it. I had nothing else to offer, right? Yeah. And it was just unrealistic. And I ended up with tennis elbow in both elbows. Yeah. <laughs> My feet were killing me. Yeah. Because I was also working out like I was like, I was rock, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd, watch, I'd watch those videos online and be like, oh, yeah, this is the secret, man. These guys have got it, right? And you just got to wake up at 3, but, fucking eat 12 pancakes and fucking yeah. four pizzas and then fucking do a million chin-ups. But the problem was is that, like, those guys, like, those bullshit. He doesn't live that way. No, it's impossible to live that way every single fucking day. Mm. You can live that way for fucking shooting a movie scene because you got to sure. be fucking jacked. Yeah. Just, it's, just a, it's just a way to promote themselves, right? It's another way. It's, it's for Brandy. me. I know, at least for me, it's impossible. Cause I gotta fucking take care of my son. I gotta go to fucking work. Yeah. I got a, a regular job that I have. I, I can't. I don't make my own hours and all this kind of stuff. But yeah. Anyways, I shot real high, and then I, I fucking plummeted. And the and the hard part was, was I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do good after this weekend. I'm just gonna fucking eat shitty. Yeah. And then I get but then my elbows still hurt or whatever. And then I got some advice, and then I didn't follow it. Right. And then I got lazy. That's, That's the hard part. The hard part is getting in that rut yeah. and getting out. But I think it's actually easier than people think because all you really realistically have to do is just not do that anymore. You got to get it right. You got to get your mindset Yeah. say, this isn't as hard as I'm making it out to be. Right. Really, it isn't. Right. I think it takes that point where you hit a false bottom or something, you know, like it may not be your actual bottom. It's an area where... <clears throat> you start to notice that you need to change, you know? And it's that domino effect of small decisions, you know, that lead to the change. You know, it's, it's always been like that. Like, yeah. that's, that's how it is. It, I, I, uh, I very much resonate with that the most, I think, where it's, you decide something is gonna change and then you just do it the next day. You just do it, you, know? you literally and just do it. It just turns out to be, yeah. Like there's no like small secret. decisions. There's no secret about it. There's no motivation, right? Other than, like, you can watch videos of these guys that are like, "This is how I live, and you should live your life like this." Or these are the guidelines that I live by. But realistically, it's just finding what works for you. That's all you can do. That's it. You follow like a diet that other people, people yeah, have come yeah, before you. Yeah, like when when people say it's uh, you know it's not sustainable, I uh, I say. It's I been, say on TV. It's been it's been eleven months. 
That's good. I don't know anybody that's like on a diet for that long. So then it's not really a diet anymore. It's not. It's a lifestyle. It's, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. I mean, I'm when drinking, you're calling us sugar burners. You're pretty deep, bud. I know, I know. I know you're only calling it a diet because that's the only way I can understand it. Boo this man! <laughs> Fucking dude. It just, for some reason, without the cloudiness and the and the fog from... Being fat. Sugar. Yeah, Let's, sugar. Just from, like, just from fucking carbs, man. Like, all that inflammation, you know, it's in the brain, too. You know, when you can't think properly and you're fucking, like, cloudy and you feel it, that's... You're probably feeling something in your foot too at the same time, yeah. and like you know, in your hands, your whole body, and shit like right? that. Yeah, it's yeah. all over. And uh, once that's gone, now it's like, well, I want to write a book. You know, yeah, and it's like, yeah, let's see how you feel after page five. <laughs> you know, like, are you still writing? You know, are you fucking? <laughs> you're going back to like you know doing shit, right? Right, right. right. But I'm at like page 111. What are you writing? One, one, one. It's uh, it's called. Uh, mistakes I've the working title right now is mistakes I've made and the experience I've gained so what category would this fall music in? industry true events yeah so. yeah so it's just like nonfiction. it's 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 basically like uh, like a tour bible nice. for bands who want to do it you know and that's cool bands who are there's probably more bands on average that are not big that than are so you know, a book that can help them get to the next level and then kind of they can branch off and do their own thing, you know, and, you know, basically be open to all the opportunities, but understand that, you know, if you go down this road, you can do this, 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 and this, you can do this if you go this way, right. you know, in 2019, we have the internet, so you can stay at home and you can just work a business yeah. out of your, you know, from your band, but you can do all these different things. And this is what a contract looks like. Uh, this is what a publishing contract looks like. This is what you need to worry about right here, section seven. You know, make sure that if this is on there, you want to renegotiate this because this will come back to haunt you later. Right if you want to do this and go that way later, you know, well, you signed this 10 years ago and you can't do this. So meaning, put it in context, meaning like you can't um, re- uh, press your old CDs onto vinyl on your own or with the new label unless the label buys the publishing rights or the masters Jesus. from the record label that right. initially put out a fucking CD for you. Right. You know, which you helped fund, you know, because you paid for recording, you paid for uh, half of like, you know, the pressing maybe, you paid for the artwork, that kind of thing. The, cu the label pays for the pressing and a lot of the distribution and does all that stuff. But I mean, eventually they, they do the heavy legwork. So they want to protect their, you know, their assets as mm -hmm. well. So this is how they do that by section seven in that contract says that they, you're relinquishing your masters for the extension of your oh um, album uh, agreement. Right. But then also 10 years later, or it could be in perpetuity, you know, forever kind of thing and you just have to accept that and say you know what like as an artist or as a musician or as whatever you want to call yourself um, you know can I write a better song than those and if the answer is yes then don't fucking worry about those mm -hmm. you know what I mean just keep going but there's other ways you know there's other ways to do it too your merch booth who pays for it so if like you guys all pay for it cool 
whatever. But if one guy, if we're saying, if we're sitting, you know, we're playing 50 shows or something like that and starting off and uh, nobody thought of buying merch except for, say, the drummer, you know, and he pays for, like, a print, you know, and puts the fucking shirts out on the table and, mm-hmm. you know, the, that first money comes back, he recoups it, reinvests it, and then keeps the rest of the money, right. you know, and rightfully so. He totally should. Because everybody else in the band should go the lengths. We all know artists. We all right. know some cool people that could probably donate a really cool design. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, for two, three hundred bucks, like we could make some shirts as well, put them on the merch booth, and it would just be a competitive thing between everybody. It's kind of like uh, buying into like a Fortune 500 type business, you know, like where you're like an entrepreneur under an umbrella. Mm-hmm. The umbrella is the band. But like each guy plays a part in the music side of things that generates money that way. But also, if you want to do like the side hustle within the umbrella, you can pay for your own design, buy your own shirts, put them on the table. Shirts are being sold of which uh, model, mm-hmm. you know, and then that money goes to that guy. Yeah. You know, right. it's just another way to create some sort of uh, passive income and the ability to understand that you can make money out of this and kind of forcing you to uh, hopefully push and promote you know and everybody kind of do a joint effort you know what I mean because if you have stuff on the line too you might want to be pushing it a bit more than say uh, the lead singer or something you know what I mean like very very uh, helpful tips you know right you want to buy a van fucking everybody work everybody jams in a basement now you know we'll go to a fucking go to Toronto or go to Hamilton Everybody jams in a fucking jam room where, like, they're splitting rent with two other bands, you know? Yeah. Like, there's a value and a monetization that goes to playing music. So if you're one of the lucky ones playing in somebody's basement, practicing, and you guys don't have to pay anything, and then you all work, and you complain that you're broke, and that you have no money, there's really no excuse why you can't put 20 bucks down or 5 bucks each, so 20 bucks every week. You know, put it away. You ain't touring right now. You ain't really playing out of town. You know what I mean? But after a year, mm-hmm. you have enough to buy a fucking van. With so it's almost like it's kind of it kind of can almost be the same kind of deal with all with all the with the internet exploding in our day. It was fucking MySpace. Remember MySpace came out? I do. It was like what a way to fucking to because it was underneath it was like suggest almost like a suggested groups or also follows. Remember that? And it was all those other bands. Important, important factor to mention. Yeah, for sure. So, the internet made it super competitive now for fucking bands that it wasn't so competitive before for like really mediocre bands. Yeah. So having an advantage of what you can provide with this book, you need it all, man. Yeah. Because I don't even touch on MySpace. Because oh, MySpace was like revolutionary for us. It really right? was. Do you remember? We like, could when upload you... our music and people could hear it from anywhere. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. And peop- and it was like still so niche at the time that big people would take the time to listen to it. Yeah. If you know what you're doing with YouTube, it can be a very, very uh, powerful tool. Sure. But uh, like take Glenn, for instance, you know, like Fricker, like say, like he just, he found his voice. You right. know what I mean? He found his voice. He put it up on the net. He was always like that. He's not pretending. And... It just fucking killed. Because he, he's a content fucking machine, right? Yeah. He's always putting stuff out. I just did another video with him, actually, uh, that's coming out. It was on SGs. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so gave you pulled like out that. the old fucking battle axe, eh? No, I, uh, I, I got a new, I got a new SG. Uh, so I got a buddy uh, off like from Facebook. Like so, you know, like over the years, like you're just chatting with. I'm sure you have some random friends like from somewhere, uh-huh. you know, that like, yep. you've never met before. Yeah, yeah. So I have a friend like that, and uh, he's left-handed as well. He's got a family, you know. He's got some kids, and uh, he lives. So in he managed to have, he managed to have me a family man whilst being left-handed. Totally. Okay. Totally. So, um, but he just like randomly uh, messages me, and he's like, "Hey, man, like, uh, do you have any like guitars laying around?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I got a few." He's like, "I got this one here that I just acquired, and uh, I hate it, but I think you would like it." It's just, I, it's not for me. It's too fucking, it's got some issues. Like, I don't like it. I just don't like it. And it was, uh, it was a Gibson SG from 2011. You're like, yeah, you won't like it. And it's like uh, a single, yeah, it's a single P90 pickup. Yeah. No, no toggle switch, nothing. It's just two knobs and it's wood grain. It's really, really nice. I'll show it to you later. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's like, yeah, send it over, man. Like, I'll give you the chips in. Like, if that's cool. Like, and uh, he's like, yeah, man, really, like, if, if you, if I trust you, like, if it's a good playing guitar, and it's... Well, like, the chip? Yeah. Which one? The Black Beauty. And so I was going to send that to him, but then I started thinking, I'm like, oh, my God, like, these things are, like, they're counterfeit. Like, they're, quali- they're qualified under counterfeit in the States. Like, they, even though I know that I was, what I was getting, I was getting a knockoff guitar, because I couldn't... So you like, had to send it to America? Yeah, because he's in Little Rock, Arkansas. So, I didn't. I didn't end up sending it. You know, in, so in writing, I sent him a vintage, like the 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 oh, yeah. lemon drop distressed one. Oh, nice. I know. Yeah, yeah. Those those are fucking beauty guitars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where Did you know our kids are never gonna know. I watched this this show fire. and think of how crazy this is, from then to now. Homo erectus went a million years. With an erection, and they went a million years without evolving the tool they used in their primary day of life. So imagine for a million years, these phones we had, they never changed. This yeah. was it. We peaked. Yeah. Could you imagine that? Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. I couldn't imagine that, but no, we can because we. They're like, and they're like an offshoot of like they were like early man. Right? Yeah. But for it, a fucking million years, bro, they didn't. They didn't change. Mm. Yeah, that's insane. And then slowly they did. And the reason why they, they can figure this out is because of the tools. The yeah. tool never changed. It was an axe. It was the axe man of the same thing. Hmm. That's still it. around. Um, it is still around in museums. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly all the shit I say is like just fragments that I can remember of stuff that has like no fucking bearing of like backup proof yep. and if I'm questioned on it I'll just cower awesome <laughs> <laughs> we go right into the corner light ourselves on fire yeah and be and like nothing start, to see here and then start drinking fire from a fire uh, start drinking water from a fire hose yeah and just fucking nothing, nothing to see here nothing to see here situation normal okay what about something I can talk about mm. um the new fucking Marvel movie of Endgame. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, it's great. I saw this meme. Did where, you saw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, but I saw this meme of John Cena. Yeah. And it said like, and he's just like got this surprise, surprise look on his face, like, and uh, and it says when you find out that Batman dies at the end of Endgame. Right. And then at the bottom, he smiles and he looks, and he points at the camera, kind of thing. Yeah. And then it says like, no, when you remember that Batman's from Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's fucking so, so wrong. Yeah, everything. yeah. Boat Batman, um, the, the guy that Pattinson? played, yeah, Edward, Robert, 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 Patterson, yeah. Patterson, Pattinson, yeah, something. Robert, the guy is probably gonna Basinger, 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 Batman, supposedly. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's in like a CW series of Batgirl. Is it really? I think it's, I, th- I think it's like Batman gave it's, up. I don't know because it's the, yeah it's the guy who did Planet of the Apes. Which one? The like new the Planet of the Apes. Ones, yeah. Okay. Matt Reeves. Okay. Those are pretty sweet. So oh, I'm not sure if it's the movie or not, but it's the bat the the Batman. Okay. Okay. Never mind. This is something completely different that I that I'm thinking of that I was talking about. But we are all. You thinking of Gotham? No, I'm thinking of this Bat Girl. It's called. Anyways, whatever. I was gonna watch a reaction video, which is hilarious. These reactions. You ever watch this? Um, the two black guys? No, uh, the pastor and his son reaction no. video. No. Some of them are, it's kind of funny actually because they're like complete fucking like like it's it's like how can you be in this day and age and you've never heard of it right? You've never heard of these songs before. Yeah. And he, and he's like oh I'm li-, he's listening to Tool. Yeah. And he's getting goosebumps and he loves it and he thinks it's amazing and it's cool to see that. Right, that somebody who I think would be such a fucking uh, I judge so much as being like uh, so against all that stuff can say that he actually enjoys it, right? Right. But uh, anyways, going back to uh, Batman. Batman, yeah, we all thought that Ben Affleck was going to be a bad Batman. He was awesome. He was fucking great. He he, he saved it. He was the best. Those two movies sucked. Yeah, man, and he <laughs> saved it. He was like the best part about it. Yeah, I loved I loved him as Batman. Bro, when he fucking had Superman down and he was about to hit him with the spear, yeah. he should have just stabbed him and killed him. And that should have been the end of the movie. Yeah. But he's like, my mother's name is Martha. You can't kill me. And then it's like, I say that name. And then it's like, oh, man. No. Really? I remember being on a bus in grade school and... Uh, and there were chaperones on our on our on our bus, but like there was uh, one of my buddies uh, spit on like a car or something like when we were at a red light and fucking the next red light, the guys in the car they like just banged on the door and they stormed on the bus and they and they like started asking like who spit on us like all that shit really like, yeah like they were right on our bus like right on the bus so it was just like fucking and they just stormed down the aisleway like it was it was all good like right like the bus driver didn't do shit bus driver like they're in yeah. the back yeah, yeah fucking yeah. right there motherfucker seat over <laughs> yeah and uh, they came over and they just spit in the kid's face really yeah but end game man yeah tell me highlights yeah uh, fat thor oh the best is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Professor Hulk is pretty cool. The funniest shit I've ever seen. That like, shit was so funny. I thought it was really... There was a lot in it, but I thought it was pretty well written. I mean, yeah. there are obviously... You have to. Big plot holes. So much. But it's like you have to want it. It's like you have to want it to turn out the way it did turn That's totally. what I think. And that's why I think that the movie was so successful with all the plot holes that it has in it, if you really dig into it and look. Yeah. But it's like... I almost bought the series. It was giving comics. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for the storyline just uh, months back, because I wanted to, like, 
Looking getting up. into like the whole thing. It was good, man. And RDJ, Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. He's done, man. Yeah. And I Bottom watched Ed. Captain America is too. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. And then Scarlett uh, Johansson is missing. Yeah. They did a good job of ending their characters too. I think so. Subtly, where it wasn't overblown. At, yeah, exactly. At the time, at the time of like uh, watching it. If you didn't know that they were, like, done on the other side, like, their contracts are done and everything else, like, it still fit. It wasn't like, oh, where did this come from? Yeah. Like, it was all good, man. It was all good. It was all good. If you think about it, it was almost like if you're reading a comic of him dying, like, he died in, like, in a page, he died. In, like, a quarter, it's split in quarters. Right. In three and three in, in slots. They show the funeral. Four, he's dead. Yeah. The next page is funeral. Like, they didn't overdo it. Yeah, 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 no, it was good, man. It was, it was really good. It was like, okay, yeah, good point. Yeah. And I liked how when you watch it, like, Spider-Man stuff, like, they're like, yeah, you gotta watch, uh, stick to the end to, yeah. like, watch, because we got some spoilers yeah, on that. Yeah, the Spider-Man stuff is looking so fucking good, too. It's great, man. Stereo. It's great. Like, yeah. It's like, Marvel is printing fuck. They can put out anything and we'll give them money for it. Yeah. And I almost get kind of mad at that. It's like, I'm not going to fucking see this movie again because I've already given you enough fucking money. I went and seen Captain Marvel with my fucking son, and we fucking, it was an easy fucking 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. Popcorn. But was it an easy watch? Captain Marvel? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was okay. Okay. I didn't think it was as bad as people are. are oh, people think it's bad? I know some people are like man babying <laughs> no, yeah. it. Some people are like man babying it. Oh, really? What do you mean? That because people don't like it, so they're being called man babies. Oh, gee. Because yeah. it's a woman role, a strong oh, female role. Fuck, fuck those guys. You can't be like, well, first off, that hurt my feelings, and you said that all wrong. <laughs> no! Yeah. It's the truth. Get the fuck out of here. You're useless, right? People can't be told what they are nowadays. And it, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it I remember, I remember we were, I remember we were, uh, at the border crossing into, uh, the States, into Maine, and we were sitting in the, we were sitting in the immigration center. Yes. Like, thinking we are going to jail. Yes, and with the fucking, with Cheney and Bush on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Look at us, like, we got you motherfuckers. Yeah, 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 exactly. We're just sitting. in Texas, and we're in Maine. Yeah, yeah. We're sitting in the, we're sitting in the fucking waiting room. With the uh, with the border cops and Ace is being interrogated, Crying. our drummer, and uh, yeah, it was just like he he just you know crashed and burned yes. like Crashed. the whole time and like yeah and the love you, Ace. and then uh, yeah love you Ace and then he comes out and he's like he's like he just like gives like the uh, end of story yeah. kind of thing like you know like the the signal like with the hand over the throat you know like done. We're done we're done we're done and uh, he's like so we're fucked you know and uh, he sits down and then I remember. Uh, they were doing our fingerprints and like getting pictures, like mug shots of us. And uh, and I remember like they asked me how how tall I was, and I said six three because I'd always been like six three. Uh-huh. And I remember like you're like bullshit. Me? Yeah, yeah. You were like you're like bullshit. You're not six three. I'm taller than you. And uh, and then we stood next to each other and like we measured. And like one of the cops was like he's like he's like no 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 he's 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 taller and like. We were back to back, you know, like that, and like he he confirmed my belief. Like this is a fucking like this is a priority, dude. We just our hearts were just exactly. broken. Exactly. And the I'm like, you're man. not taller than me. Yeah. It's like I'm so insecure, man. I need that. I need this height thing, man. Fuck, it was awful. 
That sucked. That was a heartbreaker. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. And uh, it was like that. It was yeah. just like that, you know? Yeah. Oh, it totally. couldn't have been. It couldn't have been more like that. Totally. It, it, was, it was cool. Hilarious. It was cool that he was there. He was, he was like... Uh, he was in the middle of, like, you and me fighting in a parking lot. Like, he was... There was just so many things, and the whole time he's documenting it. Remember when I sent you that uh, file yeah. a couple years ago? And what he was writing. About what he was writing, and it was, like, so censored and so, like, from an innocent angle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was just, like, you could, you could tell that, like, a lot of the stuff, like, the deep stuff, the, 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 the you know, between the members, you know, because we were imploding. And oh, that wasn't coming across in any of his writings. Yet. Was that in the summer of 2009? Or 2008? No. No, Ace was still there. 07. 07. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was 07. No. We were imploding then. Yeah. Because of all that. Oh, we, we first off, we put... Dude, that was before Sadie. So it was yeah. like... Ace. We were imploding. Dude, me and you put so much pressure on ourselves yeah. and on each other. Big time. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like it, it was. I think it was coming from what we thought was a good a good spot. Yeah. Because it's like this is make or break. I yeah. literally had no idea of anything else I was going to do in the world except for play music. Yeah. You know the heartbreaker of it all too was the the fact of the matter and the reality of what was actually outside of our own shit. What was happening with the band business was very very uh, on the verge. You know, and we didn't we didn't notice it enough to capitalize on it because we were too fucking fucked up to realize. And we were you know what was yeah. happening. And what I mean is is that like just even for instance, like when we played at Opera House, you know, and the promoter was like, Hey guys, like uh, do you guys got some minutes right now to like talk to one of the NR reps from Roadrunner? Right. He's like here to see you guys and he's gonna be missing your performance, but he at least wants to just have a chat and, right on. you know, you guys can like throw him a CD or something. Because um, he was going to the cottage with his wife or whatever. He's meeting his wife there and stuff. And he was here to see us. He thought we would be on earlier. But my point is, is that even even at that point, that was like, I think Sadie was in the band at that time. Yeah. And, you know, even then it was like we had really, really built something. But we were building it on the backs of like... A flat tire. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was just the on. Yeah, exactly. Like the whole time, like we were just not settled in properly. You know, we didn't invest in the band the way we should have because we were investing more in the fun side. Yeah, we were definitely just focused on that. I mean, like my whole thing was like, it's why we needed representation that was here and not in wherever she was. But for me, looking back, I should have just I should have just left. If I should have done anything, I should have just left the job that I was doing too. I was balancing like two different lives. It was possible. Yeah. yeah. You know, we should have joined up, centralized in London, and then moved from there. Too. That's like that, that's a retrospect kind of thing. Yeah, we could have. That's in retrospect. Yeah. But I mean, the facts were for sure that yeah, it was. It was like we didn't know what we had. We didn't. Yeah. Yeah. How could you, right? Like. Well, I mean, I I, I would never. I would tune my guitar off here. And so then I buy a tuner and I'm like, okay, maybe this will motivate Al to buy a tuner. Motivated Al to use my tuner every night. And I'm like, dude, you know, like, can you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then me and you would get in arguments and you're like, we're out of tune. And you're like, well, it's probably you. And I'm like, bro, but I have the tuner. Yeah. You're, like, yeah, you're like, yeah, but my guitar is the Gibson SG. 
Yours is like a Gibson Special Model Les Paul. But I'm like, dude, but I just got it intimate, and I know I have to... <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sense, it was senseless stuff, though. I was an idiot, man. No, no, but it wasn't just you, though, man. Like, we, we were all the idiots, man. Yeah, yeah. That was just one thing I was picking on you. I know. Like, I mean... But I feel like I remember that moment. Oh, oh yeah. I because, really do. fuck, we were, like, drilling it. No, no, it, it, was, it was crazy. It was ridiculous. And I mean, it was. It, it was like, it wasn't just me and you, either. Though. It was like, man, when it split, it was everybody split. It was oh, crazy. yeah. Oh, yeah. We all just kind of went our separate ways. Oof. Yep. And I think... In the end, I had to, I had to come to terms with, with how that was unfolding. I'd never, I'd always been in control of defunking a band, right. you know, previous, or kicking somebody out, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, it was like, I'd always made that decision. I don't think, even when somebody else's uh, thoughts kind of entered into the fray, by meaning, meaning like somebody else in the band kind of went rogue and decided that this person I can't be in a band with anymore. Right. Like they have to go. Yeah. Which has happened so many times, but they're never the ones to pull the trigger. It right. was always me. Right. You know, because they get me on their side. Yep. You know, and then I feel the responsibility to do that. Right. And I was always the one putting my friendships and relationships on the line with these people that meant something to me. You know, whereas, like, you know, everybody else would kind of intermingle throughout the years, but nobody cared about each other. They didn't have any fucking yep. relationship with each other outside of the band. Right. Like, I did with that person, you know? So when right. I actually end up axing somebody, it gets personal, you know, for a very long time. Sure. And I feel like that with Brody. I feel like there is this personal thing between me and him because it got to a point where... I was unloading a lot of emotional baggage on him about how this isn't going to work, you know? And when he'd reply, it was more, um, like, everything's cool, like, don't worry about it kind of thing. And it's like, you know, no, I am worried about it because it's, it's like we're writing stuff and I'm taking things into a business level you know, with a friend, you know, and now I'm realizing that I should never have been in this position, you know, like getting too close with people is a fucking dangerous thing too, especially when you're in a band with uh, members from like different cities, Yes. you know, where it's like, you know, all I wanted was for all of us to be super close and the reality was we couldn't be, you know, so when we weren't, You know, it was like resentful. I was like building resentment because it was just weird every time we were getting together. And, you know, he's like sitting off in the corner and he's just like texting while we're jamming. And I'm thinking... I remember that. Yeah, and I'm just thinking in my... I'm thinking in my mind, like, are we writing parts for you? Are we writing music right now that we're jamming and we're working out? Are we writing it with like parts in mind, you know, or sections in mind that we want harmonica, like what's going on? Like, why isn't there an engagement on your part where you're saying, hey, listen, like that part right there that you just played, I love it. I think that I can do something here. You know, it was like, you're sitting there, you're coming with us, you're attending all the jams, but you're texting and you're kind of like, my direction is going to you. And I'm thinking, why the fuck is this guy texting right now while we're jamming, we're working out parts. And we're kind of all communicating right. and we're talking and we're, you know, we're, we're, 
working out the chemistry and he's just kind of off to the side waiting you know to be instructed or you know he's just there to like text until you know the next song that he knows you know and and starts playing you know what I mean and that became a burden it became like you know okay the 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 sixth seat in a van could go to somebody who's going to put forth some musical ambiance you know something he's going to like open up our universe right now because the rest of the guys like we're on point we're doing what we need to be doing and we have this one guy that's like adding uh, a frequency level into the music that is supposed to take it to like uh, you know yes. another yeah, and it's just area you know like well if that's the case then let's get somebody in that can communicate with us and also you know start uh, unpacking some you know some ambience yeah level up level up Level up. Level up. Level up. Right? Fist bump. Dude, when I joined again, yeah. I started hanging out with you guys yet. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. It was like, what is this? Yeah. We had it. Yeah. Sadie. Immediately. Dude. And Sadie. Yeah. It was like no big deal. It was like, Sadie, what's up, man? I mean, but like, what we had in George's skull with even hair. Yeah. Even with Sash. Yeah, it was yeah. like tight. But like we were, we were growing up, man, though, too. Like, we, were. we were growing up. We were tight with each other. There's a lot to that, man. Like, there's a, like it's a bond for life, realistically. I cannot see you for 10 years. I cannot see Sadie for 20 years. It doesn't matter, man. It's yeah. like, it's, it's all good because we went through something that was, you can never ever go through with somebody I think, else. I, I can't just go experience that again. I know. I can't just like I can't just make a work friend and be like, let's hang out and have a coffee. Let's yeah. hang out and bring our kids bowling. Like yeah. that it's not the same bond as let's go out and fucking throw everything to the wind and if we fucking fail we're gonna be stranded out here and we can fucking die and we should have died a few times and we did all this stuff and we fucking try to live a dream together and it failed which isn't even the point that matters. Is that we all did it they did this thing together and we shared in on this vision to try to to try to do something with our lives that that honestly probably fucking one percent of all people actually get to do something like that with yeah. their lives. Yeah. Right? Like really, really their dream. Yeah, yeah, and and you micro split that one percent into like a million and it's only like five of those that actually it. get to do it, you know. That, like that really it. get to do it. Yeah. And get that little get get the break. And I don't want to put it down in a break because there's these guys that work their fucking asses off and sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and in a perfect it. world, the weirdest thing too, eh, is in the perfect world, Jesus. all I wanted to do was fucking be miserable and be, play music yeah. for the rest of my life. Like, oh, that's, like yeah. that's what I wanted. That was, my, that was what I thought would be the best thing for me at, the, at that time, yeah. was to be fucking in the pocket of fucking about six to eight beers in that pocket wow. with just enough other attractants yeah. that had me in that, that state. I just wanted to be in that forever, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm living in insanity, <laughs> thinking yeah. that I can sustain that somehow. Yeah. And then obviously it all falls apart, right? But still, hey man. Very Caius part right here. I wish you would've listened to my dad. What do you say? It's great that you want to do that. Just have a backup plan. Mm. I need a backup. What do you need a backup plan for, Dad? I'm gonna work at a cemetery one day if it doesn't work out. That's cool. My own band? Maybe not so much because 
in the smallest sense of the word, I self-sabotage, you know, for my own, you know, I'm pointing to the house, you know, I'm pointing to oh, my family. Yeah, you you know what I mean? Self, self-sabotage. <clears throat> no, but I, we you're, missed you're, out. You know what your limit is. That's, that's more like it. You yeah. know what your limit is today. That's more like it. Yeah. Yeah. I know what my limit is. Priorities are different these days. My priorities are different. My needs have changed. Your need, because you, know? you have other needs, people who need you. Right. So exactly. You, you do the mature thing. Right. Yeah. Right. So I try to use the internet for, um, you know, for a vehicle. You know, to like ride out with the music, but like we're not physically getting into a vehicle as often as we should be, you know, in order to do it. Because we could totally capitalize on that stuff. You know, we've played so many great shows. And I remember Brody saying one time, you know, this fucking sucks. Like, this just sucks. You know, like, what sucks? Well, the fact that we played this sold out show tonight and, uh, you know, we're all going home tonight and we're not doing this tomorrow and the next night. You know, like we should have capitalized off this and kept pushing because like this is like a real motivator for me. And I was like, man, I totally understand. Like, I get it, man. I get it. But like use this as a motivator just in life in general. You know what I mean? Like take it and say like, you know what, man? Like we did nothing. We did something from nothing and like we made this and look at all these fucking people. It's like we could take this and transferably adjust our skills to another area mm-hmm. and do the same fucking thing in a place that's going to pay. It's going to pay you, you know, and they're going to ask you to come back tomorrow and then the next day. And then they're going to ask, you know what I mean? Like you're going to, you're going to have to book off two weeks at mm-hmm. some point, you know, cause right. they're going to ask you to work so much and they're going to pay you for it. Right. That's the fucking, that's the deal, man. Right. And it's like, you know, we're not all, uh, super successful, uh, highly educated you know like folks that like you know went to like Ivy League universities were, were fucking were dudes that fucking played music and fell into you know some shit you know and learned and got out of it you know and got like a real world experience while other people were going to college and knew what they were gonna do yeah. and are no further along than we are right you know so it's like go do your thing love it leave it, whatever, mm-hmm. but just fucking do it. You know what I mean? Because there's going to be so many more regrets later on in life if you didn't do it. I have so many regrets with music. You know? Oh, I've got oh, yeah. I've got millions. Yeah. But no greater regret would be would I have if I didn't start a family. That's right. <laughs> no, just kidding, man. <laughs> I looked at you like I almost shit my pants. Yeah. No, I realized, like, I just realized, like, holy shit, like, they really could be. And the, but the thing is, is though, they believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm that just they... kidding. It's all good, man. Like, no, like think about think about the, the, some of the did first times. Did I just times. get like real for no, nope. no? Nope. Think of the first times we've ever. Well, yeah, you did, but whatever. The first times we met, man, and how far we both come from that. Yeah. First time me and you got together to write music together, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> crazy. It was absurd, and then now where you're at today. Yeah. And what you just said. Right? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a level of growth in, in my life that I think was not possible without music. Oh, for I sure. didn't know what the fuck I was going to do if I couldn't do music. Yeah. At that time, and there's a section in my life of probably accumulatively 20 years of my life 
that was just strictly dedicated to music, right. it had to be. Because if there wasn't, I'd be dead. There was other things that were uh, chipping away at my stone, you know, and I don't know what the fuck would have happened to me. Right. But I certainly wouldn't uh, wouldn't have come on uh, come out the other end unscathed or relatively unscathed, which is the way I feel I am now. Right. Relatively unscathed, but like I wouldn't have been able to, you know, come out on the other end, man. I don't know what the fuck I would have done. And I know it's easy to say now of all the things I've learned. Oh, I would have fucking been, you know, this, or I would have been that. Oh shit, no, man. The reality is, is I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't you have, have what you I was have. lost at that time. You man. have what you've got. That's it. But it's from all. It's from playing music. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's the the lessons learned, you know, from from being on the road and being being with you and being with you know Ace, being with with Sadie. Yeah. Know. All right. Let me just interrupt real quick. Uh, so I had left the room at this point. For a couple minutes, I went to take a piss, and Steve went rogue on the recorder and started talking started talking on his own. So I just wanted to leave some of that in there because I was laughing my ass off in post production. Um, you know, he's he's having a, a an altercation with the mic, you know, the microphone, aka and uh, aka the 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 recorder. So um, I just left it in because I just thought it was hilarious. It was just totally totally Steve, and if that was um, if that was anything that would uh, <laughs> that that would have been a, a good a good segment there so i wanted to keep it in and yeah all right here we go so hopefully that makes more sense now whatever um yeah i, I feel like you're pressuring me like i have to say all the right things and i don't think that that's fair and i wish that i could play this back right now because I sometimes feel like my voice sounds like Kermit the Frog. I don't like my voice. I wish I had a different voice. And yeah, stop fucking judging me and let me just do my own thing, Mike. Um, I was taking a piss. Seems like it's a pretty long piss. I don't know if he went inside for it or just in the back air. Probably inside. But uh, we'll find out. Um, yeah. It's pretty bizarre. Yeah, 2019. I think from the, the moment where shit's crap and it's just fucking terrible, you know, I'll be the first to no- notice. Well, yeah, you know, and I'll be fucking done after that. But I can tell the the album that just came out is my favorite album. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think like for me it was like the new machines it was obviously like a like a yeah way up there. You just catapulted, right? Yeah. Like you guys went from like from like like being like really good to being like like being like good and knowing that there's like awesome potential with these guys to being like this is this this is the standard and this is the staple right like you right. could you could go buy this you could show you could show this to people yeah um you could you could go where you wanted you could go where you wanted to go with this album yeah in 10 where years do, from where now you guys want to go in 10 years from now it's looking back be good. it'll still be good yeah it'll still be like this is cool this mm-hmm. is awesome recorded well songs are written well and then like you know citizens of nowhere is like a continuation to me 
This one will take you, Masters of Space and Time will take you other places. Right. Because it takes from what, it's almost like those two albums, the first, the first two albums were like, you can like, you can put them in the same box. Yeah, they're one and two. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like they have that one and two-ness, right? Yeah, A, B, C, D. And they're fucking killer. Yeah. This one is like, now you can fucking go, again, now you can go wherever you want. Which is why I think the band is, is, is doing well yeah. without having to play a bunch of shows because you're giving yourself an opportunity to go wherever you want. Right. That's where this, this album to me is because, man, it's like, it's cool. And you've done stuff that you haven't done before without fucking, without being like, oh man, you guys brought in like all these techno beats and you've done something you've never done before. No, not that kind of shit, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, oh, you guys are fucking emo now doing something you haven't done before. You're not, you're doing what you guys think is right following instincts. That's cool. You're opening up doors, man. Yeah. It's awesome. fucking like. Thank the, you. The addition of a couple new songs, right? Like, yeah. I think yeah, that no, you're right. really help you guys now. You can do. You can. Did you hear the live album? Uh, yeah, I saw, I heard some of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it turned out pretty good. Yep. So, what is that? What's how'd you guys record that? Just off the board, and then uh, we brought it. We bought the tracks to uh, Ian Hind and myself went to went to the studio, and we brought it uh, to Michael Chuck, and. Him and I took a couple sessions and we mixed it. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, but it was all done on like, I don't know, 60 channels maybe. A couple crowd mics. I was like, the whole time I'm like, fuck, let's crank up the crowd. Let's crank up the crowd. Like the whole time, like, let's just turn that. Kiss out. Let's yeah, loop yeah, exactly. Like, you know what, man? Let's let's you know let's go on YouTube and rip the audio off a of soccer game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, put, and put that in there and just loop it loop just it for loop the whole time a little bit louder than than the fucking bass and thanks again goes out to my buddy Steve uh, this episode is called Steve and we always said if we ever recorded a conversation of ours uh, it would just any random conversation that we have together is one of those one of those times where you know moments in time just like I can remember these stories from each night uh, so I really do enjoy those those times you know so having that conversation recorded uh, just meant the world so it was uh, really I'm really appreciative of everybody for uh, you know if you guys listened to it and enjoyed it so uh, I know I know we did uh, all right man everybody good night see ya